0: Live, on digital, and on 88 to 91 FM, BBC Radio 2, Russell Brand.
1: You're listening to Russell Brand live on Radio 2 from London, London, England, the Queen's capital. I'm sat here, I'm stood, but sat just directly opposite me is a young man who goes by the name of Matt Morgan. Hello, Matt.
2: Hello, Russell. You're in charge of those buttons, I suppose, oh. are you? My old button's back.
1: Nice to see your old buttons, is it?
2: Lovely, actually, yeah.
1: 88 to 91 FM, Radio 2 for the BBC. If you want to email us, it's russellbrand at bbc.co.uk. If you want to text us, it's 88291. If you want to phone us, you can. 0500 Phone us with some kind of point, though, I suppose. That's,
2: that song was for Tariq and Lisa.
1: Tariq and Lisa, that song, Love Her Madly. It, Lisa, it was dedicated to you by Tariq, who is your husband. Tariq, I think you call him Tariq. Tariq. You said it like it rhymed with unique Tariq. Yeah, like Tariq he was a magician.
2: Aziz. You say Tariq Aziz. You
1: do say that, mate, but he was a terrible man who did the wrongdoings <laughs> during a bonkers war overseas. Um, yeah, Tariq, this fella we met when we were flying back from San Francisco to England to be here now to do this radio show for you. He says, because his name's, what is his name? i Tarek Ahmed. He goes. He always gets lots of aggro going through. Eight airports. hours
2: yet to wait once just Eight for that hours. name.
1: Just for having the name, it's not even that good a name. I mean, I wouldn't mind if he was called Joe Rasmataz or something. <laughs> okay, Mr. Rasmataz, how do we know that you're not up to no good? Sounds weird when you say an English idiom in an American accent, because they wouldn't say, you're up to no good, sir. Yes, Man. They do, they say that. Do they? Yeah. Do they say that? Oh, fair enough. Yeah, but it is wrong that old uh, Tariq Ahmed gets such aggravation just for, for his name. Just for his name. But... In a way, it's all been made up for because we've played that for his daughter. But he's also for his wife. Wife, fair enough. <laughs> all I know is that he had a pretty bonkers family life. <laughs> hey, how am I to know how he lives his ways? Those Ahmeds, they live a crazy
2: lifestyle. So, uh,
1: yeah, he had a cat in a hat y-
2: drawing. Y- Yeah, he did, actually. No, hang on, that's for his child. Maybe we're blowing the... The child's three, that was our
1: point. He had an original cell from a Dr Seuss cartoon, Cat in the Hat, or Sam. His son was called Sam, not Son of Sam. the murderer. Yeah, yeah, and we thought that, you know, a child of three will not appreciate an original picture from Dr Seuss's
2: Cat in the Hat, will he? But he might do when he's older.
1: When he's older, yeah, he he i some for pornography facts. then. <laughs> <laughs> if you're just trying to preempt what the child will like in later life, get him some lager. So
2: <laughs> some one day this is going to mean a hell of a lot to you, but now it will confuse and baffle you. Y- you don't get any trouble with your name, do you, when you're abroad?
1: What me? No, Russell Brand. That name opens
2: a hell of a lot of doors out there. The in amount, amount of times of... I heard Russell on holiday. <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Brown, Mr. What? Mr. Bland, Mr. Boone, Mr. Brown, Mr. Brand. No, Brand, 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 like, you're the only Brand you can trust. Like Brandy, like Brando, like Brandy. Yeah, that's the other thing. Brand, as in Brando, but yeah? not Brando, because there's no O. <laughs> Please give me my hotel room. <laughs> Please, can I come indoors? There's no way this barrel-scraping
1: hall is going to wait much longer. <laughs> Look at her, she's getting switchy. Just let me in the room. <laughs> no, 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 none of that went on when we crossed the USA. It was a glorious goodwill tour. And and let me tell you, the people of America are not fairly represented by their government. They're a wonderful nation of joyous, friendly, warm people. And didn't meet a single person who looked at us as if we might have too much oil and like they might like to suck it out of us as a bit of a trick. They were mostly quite cuddly and friendly, weren't they? Really friendly. What a show we've got coming up for you tonight. Later on the show, we'll be talking to Daniel Johnston. If you've heard of him, that will excite you enormously, because he is a sort of brilliant sort of singer, isn't he? Singer-songwriter-type gentleman. He's a little bit eccentric. I think he's manic-depressive. He spent a lot of his life in institutions. He's a subject of the film The Devil and Daniel Johnston. He was popularised by Kurt Cobain. Kurt Cobain kept wearing a Daniel Johnston T-shirt, which made him dead famous, and it's the repercussions of that event which has brought about the fame which I myself am aware of peripherally. He's a brilliant man. And we're going to talk to him on the phone. He might be a little bit eccentric, so it's going to be very interesting. Noel Gallagher and Sarah MacDonald have finally done a baby. We can only yeah. assume that it Woo. came out of her uterus. It is a boy child. We won't reveal its name yet. We'll wait till uh, we talk to Noel, hopefully later on the show, although he might be busy having had a baby earlier today. But he's bound to watch the phone, isn't he? Yeah,
2: let's take like a phone
1: call. I hope he ain't going to be so obsessed with this little child thing that he <laughs> won't take phone calls from his friends otherwise I'm going to be envious and angry about it plus I seem to remember that he was meant to be being called Russell for the first six weeks of his life as a kind of pledge to me do you remember him saying I that? I do remember that actually let's enforce that Let's enforce that on this poor child. You can call it Russell. I can. can't. I'll call it Russell for the rest of its life. Doubtless I shall soon be named as the poor boy's godfather. <laughs> uh, right, so we're so, so, coming up on the show, hopefully Noel Gallagher, the new father. Of course, he has his lovely daughter, our niece, as well, but this is his new first baby with Sarah Macdonald. And also we've got Daniel Johnston, that's going to be bonkers exciting. Paul McKenna is turning up here, change your life in seven days with a bit of help from Paul McKenna. He's turning up here a little bit later with his manager, Claire, who you all know from the papers as the bird that's going out with Robbie Williams. Sometimes you'll see pictures saying, like, oh, look at this mystery blonde with Robbie Williams. That's her. It's Paul McKenna's manager. I don't know if she's public about that or not. Do you, Matt? She is now. She is now, baby. <laughs> and that's something we'll be grilling her about unless Paul McKenna can uh, hypnotise us into behaving responsibly and properly on air. Also, Matt, Courtney loves in town. I just spoke to her on the phone. She says she wants to come down. I goes, come. Come, so corny love will be turning up here a bit later as well. So it's going to be a balmy show with (laughs) marginalised eccentrics phoning up and wandering in throughout the evening. And look at the people in charge. We're all insane in the membrane as well, so there's no telling what's going to happen. Um, Also, me and Matt will be telling you more about our adventures going across the USA in search of the spirit of Jack. Kerouac, as all sorts went on it, were interesting. What, should, we, should we play a song, Matt? Do we feel that uh, the show has been set up properly?
2: Yeah, I think it has. I it's been set should... up
1: pretty well, hasn't it?
2: Why does it say, like, if Daniel Johnson's song, Like a Monkey in the Zoo, yeah. why is it credited as Vic Chestnut? <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's because that idiot Nick has put in one of the cover versions instead of the original. Nick put in the original version rather than the cover. Who on earth is Vic Chestnut? Vic Chestnut! <laughs> He's an autumnal artist. <laughs> Every sort of September, Vic Chestnut will turn up <laughs> round an old oak fire. <laughs> Mr. G is here as well, our poet laureate. Have you missed us, Mr. G, while we were off in the US of States? Yeah. Why did Too you long pause? A pause? Too long a pause. <laughs> Don't trust him unless that pause was poetic license while he conjured up a poetic image, perhaps of you and I, Matt, as cherubs floating in the clouds. Pause. It was a pinter pause. It was a pinter pause, eh? Well, pinters' pauses were mostly to illustrate the tension and violence that permeates working-class culture. So you look out, of Jim, because me and Matt is from the streets of Compton. <laughs> right. Have you changed that record over yet? Right. I've changed over. Now we have. Oh, now uh, we okay. have Daniel Johnston's original version of Like a Monkey in a Zoo. Listen to this because it's really good. Because he's making a comparison between his own life and the life of a monkey in a zoo, but like all analogies, it eventually breaks down when he says, "Like a monkey in a zoo," about things that a monkey in a zoo wouldn't do. I reckon. Here he is. is it Matthew having no, trouble it's finding not it. There Vic Chestnut's version is still there. That is Daniel right, Johnson's. So, okay. If this comes out and it's <coughs> Vic Chestnut, because like on the on our TV screen, we can see it says "like a monkey in a zoo."
2: Vic Chestnut. Now we're
1: when gonna. When I t- press
2: this button and it is if it is Vic Chestnut. <laughs>
1: How are we going to punish our insomniac producer, Nick?
2: Well, I think it has to be with chestnuts.
1: With chestnuts and Vicks. We'll cover him in Vicks vapour rub and then pop chestnuts one and another on a string Conkers, like... Uh, mine's a thousander!
3: Mine's a, tr- mine's a cheese
1: car! Ah, those were the days. What, what was though? all that about? What was that? How did we get subbed? So did your school do the system of if you kill one that's a hundred, you, and you get that, the hundred? Yeah,
2: so people had 200ers Yeah, that, I it was think all that was such an, lies. It was all li- I lied about my airing cupboards, vinegar, bake it in the
1: oven, cover it in plutonium, <laughs> take it to Falk Park for a week. None of these <laughs> methods are guaranteed successes in in the world of chestnuts. One thing you can rely on though is the un- previously <laughs> unheard of Vic Chestnut. Right, this better be Daniel Johnston because he's coming on the show a bit later. It isn't is they're nodding frantically, but that Nick is an insomniac. The other lady there, who I believe to be called Joe, strikes me as a drunkard. Now, if you listened to the show while we were in the US of States, you'd have heard in Boulder, Colorado last week that Matt said that my new look, which is based upon what I can only describe as spectacular cowboy boots with skull and crossbones on them. Uh, he said that I look like an Avon lady, and I should be called Sandra Proudfoot. Isn't that right, Matthew? Yes,
2: I stand by that.
1: Do ya? I've noticed actually a couple of people have seen me cowboy boots since I've been back in England, and like taking well, the Mickey. Not really, but I've gone like this is what's happened. I go, oh, what do you think of my cowboy boots? And they sort of go, oh, mm, like that. It's sort of like I've not had a emphatic positive response yet. Like even G just now goes, yeah, look at the cowboy boots, mate. What do you think of them? He went, yeah, right, and he sort of changed the subject. G, what do you think of my cowboy boots? What look? Oh, he's been silent. What can that mean? It's That's right. Let's see those people that are producing the show. Nick, do you like Mark Root and Tootin and Cowboy Boots? He looked down. He said, "Lovely." He said, "Lovely," but then he's a person who knows that my mood is fragile. He,
2: he, I, I just saw that he dug his fingernails into his palm as he said it. He did
1: dig them. <laughs> lovely, <in. laughs> lovely. You, you look pleaded. good. Right, that hurts. Now, why don't we then look? I've got a series of emails here from listeners you to You need to our put a picture show. of
2: them on the uh, website.
1: Well, imagine if you can, a standard cowboy <laughs> boots, really going into a fine, fine point, coming up to the calf, then a skull and crossbone sort of just above the toe, with a number thirteen under them. But it's sort of, it's, in, it's ingrained the, the the skull and crossbones. It's sort of like it's indented. It's a sort of a negative converse kind of. Um, no, I think a picture. is going to be better. a thousand words, <laughs> and all of those words are <laughs> bad taste. Garbled. Bad taste. Bad taste. (laughs) Okay,
2: well, listen to these. Are you going to stick by them though? Are you going to wear them?
1: I'm going to try it for a while. I'm thinking, like, I've got a gig tomorrow night at the Hammersmith Apollo where I'm doing something with Mark Thomas. I'm thinking of wearing them. What do you think? Is it mad? I
2: could see it in the tabloids. It's Sheriff Brando. <laughs> <laughs> Brad. Oddball comic, Russell
1: Brand. Yeah, Root and two in Boots. Yeah, I wonder what sort of puns. Uh, if you can think of puns that I would be dubbed as a result of my new Root and in Cowboy boots, please send them to russellbrand at BBC.co.uk or text us 88291. But your
2: belt? The belt I have to bite every two days. He has
1: to bite my belt, shack because I've got this belt with these feeble links. Gee, I had to use some pliers to put that together just now. On the way to the shop so
2: delicate, he can't bite it himself. Just bite t- Tiny bit of metal together.
1: It hurts to bite metal! Matthew, Because you bite my belt shut? It, it's come loose! <laughs> we were in a record shop in San Francisco and it fell down when I was going up the escalator. I goes, <laughs> Matt, could you belt, bite my belt shut, please, mate? Bite, bite my belt shut, will you, mate?
2: And you uh, was a bit begrudging at first, I had to ask yeah, you Yeah, because it's later. like saying my teeth are, you know, <laughs> it's the unknown soldier. They're just out the front, <laughs> getting all smashed up on your belt. Donkeys
1: <laughs> led by lions! They've got <laughs> your teeth up! <laughs> right, okay. No, shut up, though, because here isn't. Oh, e- shut up, Dad. Come on, mate. Shut up. This is from Emily. Hey, Russ, Matt, and Mr. G. I thought it was funny when Matt said Russell looked like an Avon lady, but you said you didn't think that they were actually around anymore. So I thought I'd let you know that when I was walking through town yesterday, I got stopped by an Avon lady and was offered <laughs> an Avon magazine, makeup, then a job at Avon. <laughs> That's pretty really good. I got stopped by an Avon lady. Look, would you like an Avon magazine? No, I'm not interested. Makeup? No, I'm not interested. Come and work with us. You're tough. I like your style. <laughs> We've got a genuine Avon. That, that was no. from Emily. We've got a genuine Avon lady on the telephone now. I don't know which one it is because we, I think we might have two. What's her name? What's. Hello, love. Wendy. Wendy? Oh, Wen- hi. Wendy, are you a genuine Avon lady? I
4: am indeed,
1: yes. All right. I T- think tell you'd us...
4: make a lovely Avon lady, actually.
1: What? You're a lovely Avon lady. I think
4: you'd make a lovely Avon lady.
1: Why? What qualities do I have other than <laughs> my boots <laughs> oh, that would well, make me good? anyway. One? Huh?
4: With the boots,
1: and... You think that the boots is... Tell me what qualities you have that make you a good Avon lady, Wendy. And what a bloody Avon lady is, in case people don't know.
4: (laughs) Well, obviously, um, it's all down to the Avon brochure. The sales come from the brochure. People Mm. are seeing the adverts on the telly now.
1: What? You've got adverts on the telly? have you not seen them no all i know is when i was young avon lady come around the house avon other types of makeup and products avon calling other. avon calling hello and then they sort of maybe had like a, a, a thing a tray around their neck like a cornetto lady no they didn't they didn't No. <laughs> i thought it was like a cornetto's but it was just lipstick you know like when you buy a cornetto in the cinema and they have oh. sort of a thing around their neck and then a tray coming out of their abdomen and then a load of lipsticks and mascara that's not what you do
4: not at all now. Maybe quite a few years ago they mis- used to carry uh, testers around with them, but mm-hmm. now it's all purely done from the brochure.
1: It's just um, done from a brochure. The magic of oh, Avon is absolutely. gone. absolutely. <laughs> what, what do you wear, Wendy? Pardon? What do you wear?
4: Oh, all, all the Avon products, really. I use a lot no, of No, I mean,
1: on your, do you wear rooting 2 in boots?
4: Well, you know, I have been known to now
1: and then. Have you ever gone round someone's house thinking you were just selling Avon products, and then just got swept up in a sort of a wild craze of sex appeal and end up having off with them? Uh no, fortunately not. <laughs> mm, that's a shame.
4: Not happened.
1: I do not believe you, Wendy. <clears throat> I think that your initial Avon visits pretty much usually descend into debauchery. Is that a fair assumption? So it's like the
4: confessions of a window cleaner. A
1: little bit like that, mm. but dirtier. <laughs> now we're interested. I liked that
2: window cleaner brand. Hey, what what are you saying, Matthew? You look like you you've got... Um, I was just uh thinking that I was once an Avon lady. You was once an Avon lady. <laughs> And I was bitten by a dog. Well, you were assisting your mum doing Avon, weren't you? Yeah, she was an Avon Aww. lady. I, <clears throat> she said, Go and put that through that door. I ran over with my sister. She ran away because an Alsatian was there on a chain and it bit my leg. And you, I, I seem to remember that to this day you have a powerful recollection of the sound of a chain
1: unravelling yeah, and heard becoming a chain. taut. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever been savage to Wendy?
4: Oh, no, no, not at all. Would
1: you like to be, Wendy? <laughs> It depends who by. buy. An Alsatian. Mm, Alsatian, yeah. Nah, no,
4: nah, definitely not. An
1: Alsatian yeah. sort of wearing trousers and braces, like standing up on his hind legs. Written so. by Vic Chestnut. <laughs> <laughs> Vic Chestnut there holding the harness. He himself taught both of them <laughs> with their lipsticks out <laughs> in the Avon yeah. tradition. It's no It's
2: a shame you're
1: not still doing Avon at the minute. It's the it's changed quite a bit over the last few years. Don't use this They're as a fool? It's the same old Avon. Oh no. <laughs> Wendy, we've got another Avon lady on the Where? line. I want to see if you are a fair representation of the Avon lady, or if you are s- some whacked out freak. Let's talk to our second <laughs> okay. Avon lady. Wait, Wendy, if you are going to stand on the line, for God's sake, be quiet for a moment. Other Avon lady, hello. Hello. Oh, more serious. What's your name?
4: My name's
1: Jackie High. How are you doing? Hey, Jackie High. Hi, Jackie High. Hi. Why, Jackie why Try it. Jackie. <laughs> tell me a little bit about the world of an Avon lady. What the hell is it like?
4: It's fantastic. We, uh, we've we just come back from a really fantastic um, conference.
1: You had a conference?
4: Yeah, yeah. Millions of Avon ladies all together down in Wales. I bet wow. it
1: descended into absolute filth, did it?
4: No, it was fantastic. One it... of our girls won a, um, a Tigre.
1: What? She a won tigre? a tigra. It's yeah, pronounced yeah. tiger, tiger, oh, and they're very dangerous. <laughs> Make sure they get enough frosties, or they go bonkers. <laughs> hey, hey! In the middle of the night, right, at an Avon Lady conference, is everyone knocking on each other's hotel room doors and going, "Hey, Avon, I'm a bit bored and away from my husband. Fancy an affair?" <laughs> no, we don't.
4: We just go around going, "Hi, ding dong,
5: we're
1: here." Ding dong. Hello. Why not? Ding dong divas. Hmm. You sound the more promiscuous of the two Avon ladies we've spoken to this evening. I'm
5: very reserved.
1: You're reserved. You say. Are you a single woman? No. Have you ever used sex to sell an Avon product? Never. Have you ever been tempted to erotically paint parts of your body with lipstick and said, look at this pink lipstick, how can you resist it, (laughs) come on, twist it, and then showed your nipple? Not
4: at all.
1: Well, I'd try it, because I think that will shift lipstick to people that don't even traditionally buy lipsticks. Yeah, right. Okay. Give it a whirl, Jackie. That is the world of Avon, thoroughly explored. Thank you very much, Wendy and Jackie. There's nothing more that they can teach us about Avon. Matt was is that I think you
2: sexualised that too soon. Do
1: you think so? I do. Or do you think I didn't sexualise it enough? Because I wouldn't <laughs> have minded getting free gear with them two Avon ladies, and you I frankly can... held back.
2: You wouldn't be able to do it, because you'd be a rude Avon lady. All right. And also, lady, are you coming up the drive in your ridiculous boots? (laughs) 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 Pfft! Avon! (laughs) Everyone doing that thing where you pretend you're not home. Yeah, hide down by the sofa. Hiding away.
1: Like, I was always having to hide away from people. I don't know why my life was like that. Now, if you're a regular listener to this show, you'll know that we often play the music of Daniel Johnston and speculate on the man as he is someone that intrigues us. Well, this speculation can now end because on the line we have Daniel Johnston. Daniel, hello, are you there?
5: Hello, how are you doing there? Yeah, we're, right. pretty,
1: we're good, Daniel. We've just got back from driving across America, so we're kind of tired, but basically OK. How about you? All
5: right.
1: <laughs> Daniel? Daniel? Yes? Uh, uh, mate, we've got loads of questions that we want to ask you about. Uh, mostly it's about, sort of, your feelings about... Okay, your career changed loads when Kirk Cobain wore that T-shirt with you on it. What do you, what are your memories of that time, Daniel? Well, when
3: I
5: heard about it that I had a picture of it hung on my wall for a long time. It was, re- you know, really quite an event that, uh, he had had my shirt, you know. <laughs>
1: yeah, it must have oh, changed things. It
5: was pretty cool. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so are you still writing stuff and working at the moment, Daniel? Mm
5: -hmm. You've done. He still has hits these days. Huh? I hear Kirk Cobain on the radio. Like every time I turn the radio on, he's still singing. So
1: he's still beyond the grave, creating great music. (laughs) Daniel, Uh, we've got Courtney Love coming in here a bit later. She's coming. She's Mm -hmm. she's in London at the moment. She's going to pop into the studio. Um, Okay. Hey, Daniel, you know that song, one of my favourite songs of yours is Like a Monkey in the Zoo. We played it a little bit earlier on the show. Can you tell us a little bit what that means? Well,
5: I've got a little bit of Hey Jude chords uh, worked into it uh, in between the uh, choruses. And uh, it it sort of started from that, and I just was thinking that, you know, like being on a tape and singing, you know, is kind of like a zoo, you know
1: right Well, so Everybody as you come po-
5: to see you and you're just sitting there you know <laughs>
1: yeah so you feel a little bit like a caged monkey do you sometimes
3: right
1: <laughs> yeah i know what you I mean guess. yeah i sometimes feel like that because people are like okay. yeah i like the bit people want you to do tricks for them for peanuts that's a little bit right
5: exactly mm.
1: <laughs> da- daniel i saw the uh film the, the uh the film about you the devil and daniel johnston yeah. what have you seen that now uh
5: oh yes of course i've seen it
1: yeah. Well, the, the thing that's obviously, like, that a lot of people remember from that film is that time that you were uh, flying in a light aircraft with your dad and you wanted to, right. you wanted to jump yeah, out of it. <laughs> Why did you <laughs> want to jump I out of a plane? I took
5: over the controls for a few minutes and uh, we crashed.
1: Why and, did you uh, do it, Daniel? Why did you take I over the controls? I out of my
5: mind. <laughs> uh, you know, I don't know what it was. I hadn't taken my drugs or something. Right. And uh, we, we were lucky to be alive. You know, yeah. Thankfully, my dad... Took over the uh, controls at the last second, and we went between <laughs> two trees, so it stopped us from crashing. God. You know, the wings got chopped off, and yeah. so we were all right. But
1: uh, that was really lucky, wasn't it, Daniel? I've done some crazy things. You have, haven't you? Yeah, because I mean, you, what is it like? You suffer from manic depression, but don't I've you? I've been
5: trying to behave myself. It's been like about ten years now that I've been out of the hospital. Right. And I've been trying to behave myself as much as I can, because, uh, you know... Yeah.
1: Well, when you, so when you take your medication, you're all right. It's only when you don't take medication, Yeah, it, oh,
5: the medication I'm on now, I'm I'm not even depressed. Really? That's good, it, isn't it? You know? That was the main problem, is, was the depression, of manic depression. You know, like, like, uh, Jimi Hendrix said, uh, said, uh, manic depression is a frustrated mess. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> it sure can get bad, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah, it must do. So, hey, Daniel, does it affect your creativity? Do you think being on drugs for manic yeah, depression... Yeah, I think
5: so. You know, Van Gogh was manic depressive, you know.
1: Yeah, do you...
5: And, and he certainly was creative and suffered a lot. Yeah, you know, before I had the medication, I, I would get depressed for as long as three years.
1: Wow, that must have been... And not be
5: able to get out of it. Mm. And, uh, you know, I'd have short times. You know, like a adrenaline, like, I'd be real happy and it would last not too long, you know. That's the manic phase of it, you
1: know, but... Yeah, the mania phases of manic depression can be quite good fun, as long as you don't hurt yourself, right? You you know, you feel upbeat. That's true. Yeah, but also, but you're probably on quite a manic phase when you mistook yourself for a qualified pilot (laughs) and snatched the controls from the dad. Yeah. So there is a downside to it it's not all fun being a creative genius. Hey, personally, I really love your work and uh, I like you know it just seems extraordinary to me. What I like about it is uh, some of the you know the self produced stuff that's all sort of very sort of innocent and uncluttered do you have you' got any plans to work and do more high production type stuff or will you continue to work in the way that you always have done mm-hmm.
5: yeah, we're doing some new recordings now, and we're trying to get a a lot better of a sound you know in in some real studios, mm. recorded in New York not too long ago, and we're going to do some more sessions here in the next couple of weeks. And so, we're having a lot of fun, you know.
1: Uh, Daniel, thank you. It's so lovely of you to come on on our show. If hopefully if you ever yeah, come to England, you will you come much, and, will and, uh, you come and meet us, Daniel? If you come to London all right then we'd like you to we'd like you to come in here play some songs for us oh so who the, I sure would. good I sure would come because we love you hey daniel who's vic chestnut on one of your songs it says on um, there's it, has he done a cover of one of your songs who is vic chestnut do you know who he is uh yeah i met i met
5: him he
1: plays slide guitar okay fair enough he plays right. slide guitar that clears yeah. up that we wondered if he was some sort of villain but that's we've now we've cleared that up because he just his name okay. appeared Daniel,
5: thanks
1: a lot for calling. There's no pl- no trouble at all. It's lovely to talk to you. A lovely gentleman. Right, take care. Take care. See you thanks, later, Daniel. Daniel. Bye bye.
2: Ah, okay, oh, he's lovely.
1: He's gentle, isn't he? is he a nice gentleman? So we can fella?
2: still like. It wasn't that um his manic depression was his source of creativity. <laughs>
1: Doesn't seem so. He still seems to be alright, doesn't he, on his medication. Seems like he's happier. And I suppose, hey, you've got to, eventually, there's got to be some sort of trade-off. I mean, if your creativity's endangering your life and the life of others, I suppose at some point you have to take the drugs. What, um, what happened with the plane? Uh, well... Well, the way it was rendered in the documentary, which was you know, where they had interviews with his parents, his dad spoke on camera and said that Daniel had been reading. He really loves Casper the Friendly Ghost, and right. he was reading a comic of Casper the Friendly Ghost in which Casper jumped out of an aeroplane with a parachute. Which I don't know why he would do because he's a ghost. Why would a ghost? You know, he's already died once, isn't he, Casper? Hmm. So why does he need a parachute? Plus, ghost typically can fly. they can fly they don't have any mass so you know why would he need a parachute think You're focusing on the wrong details no no I think you'll find <laughs> that, <laughs> that this was the problem is the, the the paradox is inherent in the character of Casper so anyway Daniel had just read that then he um, got on a light aircraft with his dad to fly back after a very successful gig that he did and uh, he thought that you know that he would like to jump he goes oh come on dad let's jump out of the airplane like Casper his dad goes no we're not like Casper Daniel pack it in and that's when as Daniel himself just said he grabbed the controls, oh tried to God. be in charge of the airplane. So that's why that happened. It's good how he talked to it. He was very flippant about it. Oh, yeah, I was out of my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel Johnston there. Ah, bless his heart. Okay, so later on the show, we have got Paul McKenna. He'll come in here and bend our minds right up all night. Paul McKenna, he claims he can get you to quit smoking. He claims he can get you thinner. He makes a lot of claims, doesn't he, Paul McKenna? Hello, I'm Paul McKenna. We've been out this evening. We've had a lovely meal. you enjoyed the dessert particularly. The pantomime twinkling. What about
2: twinkling. claim about uh, fear of flying? What? He can... I can can cure your fear of flying. Get drunk. Really drunk. That's what (laughs) I do. Yeah, he did say that. You have trouble talking to women. Get drunk.
1: (laughs) Really drunk. That's what I do. Oh, you worry about getting into fights? Get drunk. Really drunk. Break the bottle. Use it as a weapon. Paul McKenna's advice is basically... Is that why there's a
2: load of booze lined up I bought
1: some booze for McKenna. Yeah, loosen him up a bit, because he can be quite professional at first. But once we get him, like, sloshed, loosen old McKenna up, we'll be all over him like a rash. Let's get right hold of him. Cowboy boots are great. I have some lovely red ones. Jen, Edinburgh. Female. Female. Russ in boots. Love Danielle in Sheffield. Your boots sound really cool. I got some, then realised that Noel Fielding has some exactly the same. They are cool. Ha, ha, ha. I love the show. Jess. Mm, Well, Fair enough. Thanks, Jess. I've just looked up Vic Chestnut on Google, and he's a 42-year-old quadriplegic from Jacksonville and not a nasty man. Frampton, Doncaster. Fair enough. Why didn't Daniel Johnston mention that, or well, perhaps it ain't the same, Vic Chestnut, because he said slide guitar player. Quadriplegic means that you can't move any of your limbs, doesn't it?
2: Well, that's not his musical skill.
1: <laughs> I know that, but I'm saying, how's he going to play a guitar if he can't move any of his limbs? i looking at it. Slide chin. Mm-hmm, all right. But how's he going to hold the fretboard? Just, no, no, it's out of order. Come on, <laughs> stop thinking about it. We need more it. information. We need more information. Give us more information on that. 88291. Find out about it. Well, Victor, he just said he's just like, I mean, there's obviously more than one person called Vic Chestnut. Probably there's hundreds of them. No, because he said he'd
2: done a cover of your song. It's bound to be him.
1: Yeah, that one's bound to be in, but it weren't Daniel Johnson that says Vic Chestnut is a 42 year old quadriplegic from Jacksonville. That I was like Frampton so. from Doncaster. Daniel Johnson ain't just sent us a text to follow up his phone <laughs> <uncle>. call.
6: <laughs> hey, how's it
1: going? There's a man in Cheltenham, says Anna, selling chestnuts, big bags for 50p. I love the show, Anna. <laughs> well, thank you. If you find yourself in the Cheltenham area and you're a bit peckish, you fancy a chestnut, have one, have some. That my mum was an Avon lady when I was about ten. I used to dabble with the contents of her sample tray. I loved it. Whoa. We used to
2: get the samples to play with.
1: What do you mean, those toys? Well, yeah. What, do you, what, you imagine there's something
2: else? No, I just, you know, you put it on your hands and do those little faces I was Oh, do face with hands, yeah. Yeah, yeah fair enough. I don't enough. think it was the most high-quality maker. Don't attack Avon, mate. No, in the old days. Oh, now. Reinvented. Oh, it's come off. God, blimey.
1: Trikey. Look at that stuff. What's the advantage?
2: What about Tupperware?
1: Tupperware, Avon, Anne Summers, all sorts of all things. All those
2: things we had to play with as all kids. That, I preferred the Anne Summers toys, mostly. those they, yeah, rocket ships. <laughs> those <laughs> lovely rocket ships. Those, those little engines
1: they had. <laughs> <laughs> all the way to the moon. All the way to the moon and back. Sometimes <laughs> they lingered around the moon a little bit too long. <laughs> I'd like to see a counsellor in the end. This is Roz from Beckenham. It turns out that the... Uh, oh, it's still about Avon. Everyone's obsessed with it. You Russell. started it by yeah. being a lady. <laughs> 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 yeah, you're right. You're quite right. You're, you're right, Matt. I got carried away. Ah, America, eh? Oh, it makes you think, doesn't it? Us back in America. What are the highlights for you, Matt, of our glorious trip round the US of States?
2: Well, when I got home, mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. was strange was there wasn't a little phone call because every time I checked into a hotel, <laughs> I put my stuff down. About two minutes after I come in. Ring ring. <laughs> Hello. Matt Matt. Right. They've got Girls Gone Wild. <laughs> Girls Gone Wild blonde. They've got Girls Gone Wild sexy special. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. <laughs> is there a gym here? <laughs> I don't know. But listen. What's <laughs> <name's> breakfast? <laughs> I don't know. But Girls Gone Wild is a good selection. Go, well, first it's of all. all right. right. Go, look, go to go, Shock oh, TV. Go look at porn. Look at porn. But don't go to adult. Go to Shock TV. Go to Shock TV. The adult section. That's very linear, basic okay, porn. Well, hang on. It's just got Howard's done. Past Stern. Don't get caught up with Hal Stern. He's a very great broadcaster. i have no. <laughs> just driven eight hours. I want to go to bed. Look, this is important! <laughs> These girls are really wild! I want to watch it with you <laughs> and then discuss it. <laughs> Look
1: how wild that girl's gone! She's gone so wild, she's literally feral. She's got no respect for society's conventions. Girls Gone Wild, Matt, in my mind, is some of the greatest it changed your life. See yes, very much. It's the most since the dogma movement from the, uh, Scandinavia is the most important cinematic movement in my mind because I've what I like is normal pornography you put the pornography on you know there's going to be sex because it's bow, 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 and everyone oh hello I'm a plumber yeah, yeah. Yeah. the context is about the inevitability of sex Geez, mime and a slide guitar as played by Vic Chestnut what what makes me I don't like that kind of pornography because it's obvious that something's going to happen but with Girls Gone Wild they're just at a nightclub and they're filming stuff and you sort of and it's, it creates the experience of seduction because you see the girls dancing then they go to that little truck it's place fun. Then, well, maybe it is, but nonetheless, it's very well produced. I cannot praise what's girls that want to dance around enough. your
2: room. Pretend you're there.
1: <laughs> yeah. I dress Crack up. Crack
2: open the mini bar and <laughs> <laughs> drink the mixers. I
1: spray myself with Aramis, right? Get on Hello, the covers. Where are you from? <laughs> yeah. Great Florida. Okay. <laughs> You've gone, what's that? You've gone wild, you say. Fast forward to the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get it. I get it. Oh, yeah, forget the montage. I'm not interested in the booby montage. Let's get to the bit. Be- I mean, admittedly, it's disgusting exploitation of women. Let's like put that, you know. Let's put morality to one side, as we do normally nine but o'clock it, on mate, Saturday.
2: But at least you were in your room watching previously done exploitation of women, instead of going out into various cities across America.
1: <laughs> creating my own unique girls gone wild experience. <laughs> <laughs> Hello there, I'm Mr Toad from England. Would you like to go wild? <laughs> 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 yeah, that's right. As long as I'm safely caged watching pre-made Girls Gone Wild. I mean, it is wrong. It's, it's abominable. And after the revolution, there will be no porn. I will spiritually elevate myself Sporn to the point. Porn can be okay. Can it, mate? I think it's wrong. I think it's the wrong thing to focus
2: on. Some I think, women yeah. enjoy watching porn.
1: Yeah, well, that don't mean it's right. Some women enjoy chopping off animals' heads. Probably. <laughs> that don't make it right.
2: Why are you saying chopping off animals' heads?
1: Because as a younger man, Matt, <laughs> I used to amuse myself endlessly. <laughs> Horses are ever so
2: arrogant, aren't they? <laughs>
1: they stand there, up on their big chopstick legs, breathing only nasally. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes featuring on public enemy hits. <laughs>
3: don't believe the hype.
1: <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's a nice back reference to our belief that don't believe the hype is punctuated by the noise of A, a ghost, or B, a horse. Um, so, yeah, oh, the the best bits of the uh, Girls Gone Wild experience, not discussing it from pornography, as we've said, pornography is probably spiritually wrong, but what about that bit, Matt, where we were in a hotel, I believe in Ohio, Columbus, right, and we got to the hotel and there wasn't, like, you had to ask to get the movies put on, all movies, be it, like, you know, sort of films like um what's that one? Not ratatouille. Up. Or ratatouille. A film where A, a rat, rat makes, makes it as, it as a, a chef. chef. Imagine that. How's a rat gonna make
2: it as a chef? Woo! Unhygienic.
1: It's unhygienic to have a rat being a chef under any circumstances really. You'll never guess who i just see walk to the toilet. No. Paul McKenna, Paul McKenna change your you life. You just think films. you saw him go Maybe to I toilet. did, maybe he planted a little psycho bomb in my brain last time I met him and now whenever I, I feel a little twinge of sexuality I think of Paul McKenna I know it's typical most past. nights when watching Girls Gone Wild I'd rather watch Paul McKenna Gone Wild. You sure you want to see my boobies? Okay <laughs> there well here come my boobies, you're not going to see my front though, okay you have And that, that, the way they build up to it, it's very really clever uh, they go what's your favourite body part? Oh it's my boobs, let's see your boobs, do you shave down there. It's very clever the way they manipulate people with low self-esteem for financial gain.
2: Um so, yeah, go on, you were in Columbus, Ohio. Oh, yeah, Ohio. I was in
1: Columbus, Ohio. They didn't have any movies on, that, and then I sort of I managed to get a bit of a rapport going with the girl behind reception. Like, you know, when we all came back from eating a meal, I sort of chatting to the girl in reception. It was like, you know, talking to all normal. And I thought, I wonder if i will
2: be able to chat up this guy. By girl. rapport, generally, he <laughs> means confused, embarrassed gulf <laughs> between him and that person. There was not a confused, embarrassed gulf. I had to be Oh, I do. <laughs> I'm talking in a language you don't understand. <laughs> oh, perish your neck. How
1: oh, about it, core blimey, didn't I? No, 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 nothing. <laughs> I, I, I tell you what mate, that woman was bedazzled by me. Paul McKenna just shuffled by again. It's definitely Paul McKenna. It's not my sexy mind, honestly. This time he had his trousers and pants down though. He really had gone literally wild. Yeah, I was just talking to these girls and I thought like I thought, mm, I wonder if I can chat that girl up. And then I thought probably no I can't. So I thought what I'll do then is I'll go, look, I can't sleep, so I'm probably gonna yeah, I said in an innocent way while chatting to the girl this in is the pathetic. hotel. Now listen, listen this it. is not this is mind manipulation, Paul McKenna couldn't do any better, right? I realised I thought, right, hold on, I'm gonna go upstairs now and I haven't got got the movies on my TV, but I don't want to phone down and ask girls I've already been chatting to if they'll put pornography on my TV. So I goes, Oh oh, I got such jet lag, I can't sleep. I don't know how I'm gonna to sleep tonight with all this jet lag girl in reception. Uh oh, what can I do when I get to the room? And she said, sort of Well I guess you could watch some movies. Yes I said Oh well,
2: no, you have got
3: the bit where you
2: went well, I'm so tired. Could I have a go for a walk? I don't know. Watch a movie or something. <laughs> <laughs> go for a walk. I could just wander the streets, I suppose. In this industrial state in which we live. <laughs> I could look at the industry, I suppose. I could
1: be like a Steinbeck character looking for work, an itinerant worker man with my idiot big if
2: lumbering el- if mate. If anyone goes, I might go just go for a walk. Yeah. They're, they're up to something. I no one just, just goes go for, for a walk. walk. And if they do, they just go and do it. Then go say... I was just going to go for a walk.
1: Peter Sutcliffe would nightly tell his wife that he was going for a walk, <laughs> and if you're calling Peter Sutcliffe the Yorkshire... Oh, right, yeah, no, I suppose, yeah, retrospectively, he was out of order, that
2: guy. So, yeah, so Russell's done all this, right? Then um... I
1: went upstairs, right? I goes, oh, yeah, so... And I goes, maybe put movies on my... And they go, okay. And then I went upstairs and goes, yeah, actually, I'm not going to go for a walk now, Um, Deborah, girl behind reception, so do put movies on, right? So, like, then I turned off my TV set while they did it. They put on movies, but they just put stupid movies like Ratatouille to me and knocked up which is a good film by the way they just put on those sort of movies not Girls Gone Wild star movies. So then, what did you have to do? Ring Uncle Matt, because <laughs> okay, I'd I said to him, "I'll oh, put," I goes, "Put movies on my TV." No, and, oh, and I goes, "You might as well put movies on my mates' TV as well, right?"
2: And then, because he likes to watch the same porno movie <laughs> and then talk about it afterwards. <laughs> Some weird discussion group. <laughs> okay, everyone, sit down. Um, hope you've brought your notes. Now we
1: were watching Best of Breast's Girls Gone Wild series. Now I particularly enjoyed Mindy. Now I thought she was a confident girl, and I liked the way when loved she loved her relationship
2: with camera in the bathroom
1: she used the camera beautifully it's like she was born to it the bathroom scene was excellent judy well done well done mark i can see you've got some interesting illustrations you've made there let's show those to the group so
2: he phones me up and says what did you say i goes matt matt they have just put (laughs) bloody normal movies i I need adult movies they put normal movies on phone down and say that you want have you got adult movies no i did have i think no you at that stage oh i had normal movies yeah phone down say you want adult movies and then just say oh for a laugh, can you give them to my mate as well? <laughs> and then
1: he did do that, and then they put adult because movies I on. I didn't
2: care. They you didn't did in a care, hotel. you filthy
1: pervert. Right, then they put then they put movies just on his TV. I had adult movies then. And, and not said, mine. If I come to your room, <laughs> give me 20 minutes. <laughs> I'd be right down. And I
2: said, no, no. And he goes, well, phone down. So then I had to phone down and go, um, you know, I asked for up Movies and on my mates for a laugh as well. He hasn't got his and I said he really wants them You didn't, you didn't. dirty stinking wretched He's pig. been after him all night I don't know if you've <laughs> noticed. Oh right. Yeah, he was saying yeah He's been pretty weird downstairs.
1: <laughs> they didn't say that. They loved me
2: down there. They, didn't. they think I'm the new Hugh Grant They meet men like you every night who are too embarrassed Oh, I'm oh, probably gonna home. go for a walk or sit up in my room indulging in an act of onanism.
1: Don't know which yet Don't know if I'm gonna strum lonesome. I, I, I love
2: all these movies, it's, it's a shame that I've seen Ratatouille, yeah, I've, I've seen Knocked Up. Seen them. Is there any other movies you've any got? Other?
1: Oh, yeah, no, actually, yeah, this, uh, there's uh, 300. It's
2: the tale of the Spartans. So I've seen that. Yes, yeah, in that, in that. Oh, you said you watched Ratatouille. What's your favourite scene? Uh, the scene where a, a, a rat. rat makes, it makes, it as a, makes chef. It as a chef. He becomes a chef against all odds. Oh, so I'm of it, it now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I like seeing a
1: rat make it as a chef as much as the next man, but I can only watch it 10 or 11 times, for God's sake. If you got anything, you know, like Ratatouille, but instead of a rat making it as a chef, okay, a girl going sort of wild. Have you got anything <laughs> like that? She sort of makes it as a slap because of her low self esteem. She's sort of propelled forward into making it as a girl with some boobs out. We've got some things like that, sir. Put them on my I that, more. Then phone him up after and apologise. <laughs> I've just done something so terrible. <laughs> Take all the films off. Take them off. <laughs> I don't deserve pornography. <laughs> Ten minutes later. Hello. Um, look, I've said some foolish things this evening. Could you put girls gone wild I think back? I
2: saw someone I recognised in that film. I'd love <laughs> the chance to watch it again or something like it. Sorry,
1: yeah, yeah. It's probably in the background of all of them. Anyway, it's to do with a case that I'm working on. I'm a detective. Didn't I mention it? Anyway, put them back on. Thank you. <laughs> oh, those girls. They've gone so bonkers and wild. <clears throat> Paul McKenna is out there. I just see him. He's sat there with his manager and a dubious private life. Not to mention my stylist, the notorious Sharon Smith, who just went, oh my God, look at you. What are you wearing? Oh no, criticised everything I was wearing actually. <gasps> what did she say about the boots she didn't look happy so we'll talk to her on air about some of my fashion choices here is a text message from noel gallagher hey russ i'm gonna get my head down mate well you know give her <laughs> two minutes to recover she's just knocked out a baby oh, no. oh come on it's what jesus would have wanted me to say he lives inside my mind he gives me instructions he's telling me to start a cult group <laughs> Get me head down, mate. Since, been up since 4.30 this morning, and yet the baby wasn't born till 7.15. What was he doing for the two hours prior to that? Probably something loathsome. By the way, there is one name you could be given for wearing cowboy boots. An effing square! Exclamation mark! Exclamation mark! That's from Noel Gallagher. Congratulations, Noel and Sarah, on your delicious new baby human being boy child that you've had. We might let's well ring him up anyway. He can't just go to bed when he wants. Yes, he can. He's meant to be in a <laughs> the what kind of a man is he? Hold on, I've got some text messages here. I have a pet rat who is a cordon bleu chef. They make very good chefs, says Kieran in Devon. You idiot, Kieran, get off the drugs. Do they have Avon ladies in America, I wonder? They do, Lucy, yes.
2: Hello, Russell. Do you know that. What? You just said that with authority. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I
1: say what I like. I thought I want I? The news is coming on later. If you want facts, listen to the news. If you want comedy, there's a bit. This is from someone calling themselves Leron. While you were discussing Girls Gone Wild, boys, I used my time to find some words of wisdom from the man himself. This is a quote from the mouth of the man and the legend himself. Very reliable. He said about his music, I assume, other people write about the bling and the booty. I write about the pus and the gnats. To me, that's beautiful. Who? What man? What oh. About? Vic Chestnut. Oh, right. That's from Vic Chestnut. That's Vic Chestnut. Well, oh, let's analyse Vic Chestnut's words again. Other people write about the bling and the booty. I write about the pus and the gnats. That's why you've
2: never heard of me. Because <laughs> people like bling and booty, pus and gnats. Why would those two things be together? Well, I suppose they represent the darker side of life. Yeah, what, a gnat? Hey, I'm a gnat. I'm really living in the underbelly of life. Have you ever considered what it might be like to
1: be me? I well, don't think so. Well, decided things
2: had a G on the front, like Gnu and cannet? Stupid waste of a
1: G, if you ask me. If you want, a, you know, a good place to put a G's in the corner of the room, writing a poet. There, that's Mr G's, right there. Hello, Russell and Matt. Vic Chestnut is disabled. Amazed you haven't heard of him. The man is a legend. There's even an album called Sweet Relief 2, which is a collection of his fantastic songs
2: covered by other great artists. Look him up. We will play him next week.
1: We'll play Vic Chestnut, probably even this week if we can get his records oh the producer looks confused and baffled but that's his general stance in life anyway Uh, hello there says Rob from Preston love the show it's great I listen every week to your podcast yours and Matt's American Adventure last fortnight has partly inspired me and some friends to go on a road trip in the US next summer have you got any tips yes we have we'll be back with those after the news as well as Paul McKenna who I've just learned is the UK's leading non-fiction author selling over three million books why get lost well that doesn't make sense Well, Paul McKenna, people are buying up, change your life in seven days with a bit of help from Paul McKenna, your life is a shambles, look at the way you walk, talk and smoke fags. Before we go any further, China, where are you? Are you in Tibet? Get at it, get right out of Tibet. China, are you letting people practice Falun Gong? Let them practice Falun Gong. If they want to practice Falun Gong, let them practice it. It's none of your business what people do. Paul McKenna's here. He will change your life in as many ways as you can imagine. Hello, Paul McKenna. Oh, it's lovely to see you. It's lovely. To you you big sexy brute of a man oh okay. stop it Do you remember last time we met Paul and it was me you Matt several other people some of them were famous I believe deck out of anton deck Robbie Williams sat round the table yes and you admitted quite yeah. out of yeah. the blue and out of yeah. nowhere that you wanted to have sex with a chimpanzee well I didn't I didn't
0: actually just admit <laughs> it out of the blue it was that you said uh, and you know I, I had had a couple of uh, um, you know myself and Matt had by that stage you said if you were gonna have sex with an animal which one would it be I then said, "Well, if I had to, mm. it would be a monkey provided it looked like um, uh, Helen Bonham Carter in Planet, in Planet of the of Apes." The Apes yeah. But then, of course, you t- you know mentioned this uh, at length on your show. Mm. I get people ringing me asking me why what my monkey fetish is, mm. and and then actually it got worse because I remember you texted me and said you know leave the monkeys alone or something That's like that right. and have yeah. actually <laughs> continued this in fact I don't know if, if I can say the full extent of what was said in those texts because we we're, were alive on the air but a lot it, of what, those what monkeys
1: was? didn't even consent the Daniel Johnson song like a monkey in a zoo to Paul McKenna is a description of pornography whereas to most of us it is the entertainer's condition a uh, condition as a puppet Paul McKenna let's learn some facts about you okay. hypnotist writer and television personality well I'd like to dispute all but one of those is it, is it,
0: you got, you got this off Wikipedia something didn't you you Um, can't believe anything you read on there can you not oh no it's absolute rubbish the whole thing anyone well actually it's not anyone can go and write anything on it Mm -hmm. um there are certain people who have got the power to write whatever they want and other people who can't for some reason. Why it's are not...
1: you using this as a forum to attack Wikipedia? Because while the monkey China stuff's all over his interve- page. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's <laughs> monkey stuff all <laughs> over his do There's, there's a, <laughs> a link to the
2: <laughs> <laughs> They were all consenting, all of them. Ah, <laughs> oh, Those monkeys are It's a shadow of a monkey. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> he thought he was having a hard time with Michael Jackson until <laughs> he met Paul McKenna. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, Michael was a responsible owner. What would I give back to. I'd love to be back in neverland or sometimes land occasionally land when michael's had a bit too much jesus butter or whatever he called it at 15, Paul McKenna worked as a DJ in Topshop, which is bizarre because it's a clove shop and doesn't require a DJ. What were you doing in there?
0: Well, we was to play records. They, they had, um, you know, I suppose it was the first sort of in-store, you know, music system, you know, that, that, that happened. And so when my, you know, friends were all stacking shelves in Sainsbury's mm. uh, on a Saturday,
1: I'd be surrounded by pretty girls and be playing records. It was brilliant. Had you already mastered hypnotism and hypnotised the girls into standing around you, then... Jaws agape, <laughs> baffled and confused, and when it and when you hear the song Waterloo by Abba, you will take down your skirt. Was it that kind of technique? Well, no, that came later. Yeah, and I'm interested in this, Paul McKenna, mm. how you learned how to delve into people's yeah. minds. Yes. Sometimes you have a dabble inside my brain, don't you?
0: Mm. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have a dabble in many celebrity brains.
1: You do have a dabble in celebrity brains. I remember when I met you, of course, I was a celibate young gentleman <laughs> <I was> <laughs> in the priesthood. Look at me now. Little more than a pervert. <laughs> occasionally having to pose as an orangutan for my master, Paul McKenna. <laughs> um, Paul McKenna, how is it that you look like... Tell us what on earth... Like, you know, Sort of like people like you, Darren Brown, David Blaine, all these hoaxsters, charlatans, the type folks that we have to tolerate in our culture. Mm-hmm. How is it you've learned your mind-bending skills? Well, uh,
0: from you a do book radio,
1: You shouldn't leave great big pauses like yeah, that. No, for it McKenna. was a
0: sort of pinteresque pause. It was it for, but there's for, been for, for, too for many drama. pinteresque
1: pauses on. It's like a bloody production of The Homecoming. It was it? actually from a book.
0: Uh, it was uh, a book I went uh, actually what happened was I was um, I was working on the radio I went one day to interview the local hypnotist Mm. I used to do yoga and meditation I had a bad day that day and what happened I had a row was the
1: zoo (laughs) shut
3: (laughs) <laughs>
0: I may have to reveal the full extent of the texts that right. you then sent regarding <laughs> the monkeys which were so bad Here we come <laughs> the, the, uh, no, I would had a bad day, I did a row with my girlfriend I'd had, I remember this day well actually I uh, did a row with my boss at the radio station, the people uh, in the apartment next door to me were making a racket so I was tired and agitated and I showed up and the and the hypnotist uh, said, uh, you know, would you like me to demonstrate this to you? And I said, yes, absolutely. Let the healing begin. You know, I was very sceptical. Right. And I felt very relaxed, quite euphoric. And so I borrowed some books from him and then started hypnotising my friends to lose weight or quit smoking. And it pretty much worked. <laughs> and then I would beat a party and everyone would say, make Fred think he's a kangaroo or something. Right. And, th- and we'd be off, you know.
1: But we're all fat, smoking slob mates. Yeah. Seeing them pretend to be a kangaroo would probably be quite good fun. How oh, come yeah. all your friends were smoking and fat?
0: Well, not all of them were, but some of them were. Right. Well, they weren't after I'd finished with them. honestly. No. I mean, I I had done my, you know,
1: yeah. Because really in all worries. seriousness, Paul, the, the dabbling you've done in my brain's been very successful. Now it's, it? Co- it seems to me, yeah, yeah, because you've helped me, like, sometimes before I do a performance, I, you know, Matt knows, he's worked with me a very long time, I get a little bit anxious, you know, worried about things, and in the old days, good old days, it would just be some nice heroin or booze to get me relaxed, <laughs> don't do drive to the bathroom, right? And no, like, but now
2: <clears throat> flatulence and... Flatulence
1: and <laughs> chanting, yeah. and I go off and... He well, does, he chants in a room. what yeah. Would what, what you chant? Just like Russell Brand is the best.
3: Come That's on, Brand. Russell Brand. You're bloody great. You're such a love. Good
1: old Russell Brand. Your fashion sense is beyond question. Russell, Russell Brand. Right,
3: okay, on with the show. And
1: I do like sort of like, you know, Hindu chanting, bit of Buddhist nice, chanting. Nice. I mix and match mix it up. I mix up the dogmas and doctrines. Yeah, I do a couple of Hail Marys, do a couple of Hail Hitlers. Bang, I get out of there. But <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I have a hell of a time in that toilet. <laughs> lovely place it is. Lovely atmosphere. And I do some of Paul McKenna's techniques as well you know you get well what i remember what's important mm. situating your being in your stomach rather than up in your head breathing positive mm. visualization mm. uh, transplanting negative self-image with positive self-image which very helpful matt could stop you from being su- i'll tell you what you should cure him matt morgan mm. what a hypochondriac yeah, please, on that trip right here's what mm. he had asthma food poisoning saturday night fever the <laughs> <laughs> everything he had it's like him Nikolai, the bloke who gave both freddie mercury and kenny Everett aids Allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, that might not be true. Uh, like Matt, has a similar sort of elf condition
2: to that poor chap, <laughs> and his final months. Every day, there's something new wrong with him. I had asthma, and it was proved, as I had to go to a doctor.
1: Yeah, he went to a doctor, but imagine if you go to a doctor and go, oh, doctor, I can't, I can't, I am feeling wheezy, help me. The doctor can't go, get out, you maniac, because that's how yeah. your doctor spoke, wasn't yeah. it, Matt? He's
2: a crazy Chinese man.
1: Crazy bonkers Chinese man. Can you help Piper He listened
2: to my chest. He, I, I briefly went, yeah, you're very wheezy.
1: Yeah, probably because put putting it on. I bet you've... You you can not put on a wheeze. Of course you can. Listen to this. <laughs> 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 help me, help me.
2: San Francisco is full of ills. I'm really oh, nice boy. to you when you have a migraine.
1: Because they're actual illnesses, not made-up phantom no, I pregnancies. I heard, does anyone
2: know that? No one can see inside your head.
1: No, they can't, and that's and why pole. I'm so lonely. Look inside, <laughs> Paul, look inside. Take away the loneliness. How can you help help contracts like Matt? Uh, actually, you can, yeah. It's... um.
0: If in all seriousness, grow if, up, that's out. Yeah, that, 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 that's 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 a good technique that that yeah, that would work. But actually, all it is is you, you 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 worry thermostat if you like is set too low. So, mm. but everyone worries about their health, but some people worry way too much.
1: Yeah, Matt, he worries about it all the time, you, constantly. But there's actual. Like, yeah, but hypochondriacs think, think they're saying, well, hypochondriacs no, are, are saying, yeah. I'll just pretend and, to and have an know, illness.
0: There's, there's, a, there's a website, which, uh, actually, I probably shouldn't say this, which helps you diagnose whatever it is. Monkeysinbras.com <laughs> <laughs> I think i found that website. Yeah, I thought <laughs> so. One. And people go to it and they spend hours on it. Maybe I've got this, maybe I've got that. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't help, does it, Paul? Oh, it makes it
2: worse. It shouldn't be allowed on that it's website, only a- should it? It was asthma, which I had as a kid anyway, and it returned when I went to San Francisco. Yeah, and what about the so food poisoning? thought brain tumour. You said you had food poisoning. bad stomach.
1: You said, that you, you said that you couldn't walk one day. You know, visions of Christ, he said he had another. Day. It's just unbelievable. Well, the put, so of oh, I'm depressed. You know, I, was just...
2: I was dreaming about my name, but we we're in a spaceship. All this stuff he comes out with, and I have to tolerate. And goes, hey, that's all right. It's just because you're far away from home. <laughs> you're, you're a crazy genius. Which uh,
0: animal was it that you wanted to have sex with?
1: Uh, I think I what did I want? Sea horse. Uh, No, I think I ooh, well, you said Sea Seahorse
0: now. Seahorse. Oh, it was a
1: tiger. T- oh, I that's tiger. right. Yeah, yeah. You said it was manly. That's right. I remember. Mm, yeah. That's what I look yeah. for in a sexual partner: <laughs> <laughs> manliness. <laughs> <laughs> and Matt wanted a flamingo because of its egg hole. Egg it, hole. Yeah. No, yeah. because
2: it was pink. Yeah. He's Got long legs and They're not
1: very bit elegant. Of a flirt. <laughs> <laughs> cheeky lovable, good, good sense of Sassy, people. but not rude. A <laughs> couple of G and Ts pop out of a
0: flamingo. But on one leg though, not very stable. Yeah. yeah, I know, but you're not with the way you main... treat it. Bot Matt in.
1: wheezing up behind it, <laughs> prodding its <laughs> egg. Oh, with his angry inch. yes!
3: <laughs> Give us a kiss,
1: darling. I won't take long. <laughs> <laughs> Give us a, one of your lungs, darling. Breathe some laughing to me, old Matt. Wheezing his way across the stakes like Nana Moon. Paul, what's your new book oh. at the moment, then?
0: My new book is I Can Make You Rich. Can you? I believe I can. You can make yeah.
1: you rich. <laughs> well, I, I can not, make I, me rich. I'm already I'm selling rich. <laughs> you this book. <laughs> I, I'm,
0: I'm actually already rich.
1: I know you are, because yeah. about that time when we went for dinner in, in Los Angeles and I sort of sneaked off to pay the bill, right? And then Matt told me that you went, did Russell just pay the bill then? That's ridiculous because I'm fabulously, fabulously wealthy. <laughs> 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 he should keep his money before the bubble bursts. <laughs> People would get sick and tired of that rhinestone cowboy
3: look <laughs> he's trying to sell. <laughs>
1: Yeah, you are already fabulously rich, there's no doubt about that, Paul McKenna, and you've used your brain to create that condition.
0: Well, yeah, the book is about making money. I I studied people, I I spent time with uh, people like Richard Branson, Philip Green, uh, and the sadly late Anita Roddick, uh, Stelios, all sorts of (laughs) different I didn't
1: know she was dead.
0: Uh, yeah, she, she died uh, last, uh, last week. Yeah, oh, no, uh, no sorry, the week before last. Yeah, oh, yeah, we, didn't it, it, we? Yeah, we didn't know. Yeah. That's a shame. But I spent time with them and studied how it is they make money, and then I taught the systems. They all have the same sort of template. To, what is that template? Well, really, it's about... Well, you have to find a way to add value to, to either solve people's problems or make their lives better and then charge them for it. So if you, <laughs> if you invent something that makes everyone's life better or people want it or entertain them or something like that, mm. people will pay for it. But what... Um, what Richard Branson did for example he's sitting on uh airlines in the 1980s and he's there was one movie I don't know if you remember this everyone watched the same movie these dreadful little headphones the seats uncomfortable the food was awful and he thinks I'm stuck here for eight hours if I had an airline what would I do you know and he designs his airline inside you know inside his mind and then he writes it all down and, <clears throat> and and of course revolutionized the airline business but the other mm. half of the book is is about finding emotional wealth, if you like, is is feeling happier in yourself. Because what I, d- I didn't want to do was just create more miserable rich people. No. A lot of people have got a load of money are really miserable. They've got no family life, no friends, no you know, no quality of life. So so half of it is conditioning your brain to be. But this is but this is the question I would ask you: If you had all the money in the world, what would you change? What would you keep the same? So would you change your friends? Would you change yep, what you what, go right? Would you change <laughs> what you eat? Uh, would have you, have you change what you, would you change what you laugh at? Would you change where you live? Would you change what you drive? Would you, I mean, I don't know. All the things that you say you keep the same, I think is where you're already living rich. All the mm. things that you change is the things that, you know, that you, that you perhaps where you, you need to get richer.
1: Right, so there you are, Paul McKenna. Okay, that sounds like a good book. Could be, what would I change? What would you change? change? Uh, well, there'd be a lovely, glorious revolution. I'd get all that money, I'd burn it, then I'd set up a super... <laughs> I'd have up-
2: tigers, but with no teeth or claws.
1: <laughs> <laughs> lovely, sexy little tigers with three or four genitals all up and down their back like a stegosaurus with vaginas instead of spines. Oh, happy, gorgeous creatures they but were. manly, manly. Manly, still butch, here. Yeah. i put them in cowboy boots. Hello, sailor, I'd teach them how to talk.
2: Tiger's gone wild. <laughs>
1: <laughs> tiger's gone wild. Are you a tiger with me? self-esteem. Do you shave down there?
3: are Ah, <laughs> right. oh, them
1: tigers—they've gone absolutely crackers. Um, what would I change? Well, no. Ultimately, Paul, my uh, ambitions lay in the world of starting a cult, forming Soviets all over the world, building an egalitarian society. He's glazed over. I'm going gonna... <laughs> I'm I'm to sell my house. I don't believe in being wealthy. I'm going to sell my house to buy some common land. I'm
2: gonna. I'm gonna start. Common land. He's heard that somewhere. He doesn't know what it means. It, it's sort of. It's a bit like where the wombles live. Essentially. <laughs> <laughs> what that is it's a, it's a lovely place buy some common
1: land <laughs> Uncle Bulgaria he'll look after it for me the uh, smashing no I think that you know we need to change society why don't mm. you use your hypno powers to help me with the revolution first of all I'm I going to become dead yeah. famous yeah. then we're going to set up a sort of a political movement mm. it's non-democratic it's mm. going to be based on setting up 50 man Soviets mm. the world mm. over we'll all mm. live very peacefully yeah. and lovingly there won't I'm be money that. we're getting rid of religion
3: yeah. what's Much a 50
1: more? man Soviet? 50 people they live in an independent unit all looking after each other roles within that society because I just read it in the back of a, a book once called uh, Communism for Beginners. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was very, it, well, the back of it was very interesting. I didn't get beyond that. It, it looked a bit dense. Yeah. I didn't like some of the drawings, you know. So, okay. Well, you can help with the revolution. Thank you, yes. Paul McKenna. I'm happy. I'm here. I'm basically here for the revolution. Thank you. I'm glad you've turned yeah. up. Yeah. It's lovely to have you And Now, stay with us, Paul McKenna. Okay. Shall we, what, shall we, are you going to listen to Run DMC? Well, why not? Why not listen to Run DMC? I've got no problem Oh, before we go, Sharon Smith, what do you think of my new cowboy boots? Speak loud.
4: They're not good. What? They're not good, they're really
1: wrong. What's wrong with my cowboy it's boots? It's all
4: wrong. I can't believe you're wearing the really lovely jeans that I got you, with that dodgy belt
1: and those boots. It's they're really ah. Don't you cry about my boot, you don't know about style. He made
2: his own decisions. It's like <laughs> he's come from his mum's dressing up box. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: I've got these buttons as well, look at this. I'm wearing this box fur. I look fantabulous. Now listen to this, it's about a sexy ghost. Who wants to listen to a story about a sexy ghost? Who doesn't want to listen to a story about a... Nick, what are you doing? talking around here. Nick, our producer, who's an insomniac. Hey, can you help him with his insomnia, Paul? Yeah. Can you really? What's he, what's he in some His sleep thermometer's too high up. Is it to do with sleep thermometer? No, he's
0: not a sleep thermometer. Uh, it could be any number of things. But, Guilt. Do you know what actually sorts it out? Everyone gets sleep disruption. Do you know what actually the, there's one little thing? That, girl's Gone Wild helps. Boost. That, that. boost definitely. But also, actually, no, it doesn't. In the short term, it does. Do you know what it is? Get up half an hour earlier than your normal waking time and it sort of resets your body clock, is, is what the researchers have found.
1: Why don't you try that, Nick? It's what the researchers have found. Why yeah. are you defying the researchers? For what's wrong with you? He's going to give it yeah. a try. He is the son of a preacher man. Are you the son of a preacher man? <laughs> yes. He's guilty about God or something. That's why he can't sleep. He's laying awake. He spends all night strumming away, owning his. And he feels guilty because of Jesus. He thinks about Jesus. He reads the book of Revelations, and he interferes with himself. Guilt, 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 <laughs> keeping him awake. <clears throat> so here, your manager, Claire, it used to be yeah. your wife. No, now, uh, not f- wife. You just f- fiance. She used to be your fiancé, then yeah. you realise I'm not marrying her. She's a right pain in the arse <laughs> in the nick of time, said, <laughs> might I add. Um, she's an, an attractive woman. She often yes. features in the tabloids these days. Yes, yeah, she has been recently. Does that sicken you? No. <laughs> 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 because she's been going out with Robbie Williams and things like that. I couldn't possibly comment Perhaps on they're just her friends. private life. Because you know Robbie Williams. There's one thing that defines Robin Williams. It's having Robin. female friends. Robin. Robin Williams. Robbie. No. Oh, yeah. Yeah, him. Him with the hairy arms. I love that guy. <laughs> <laughs> he's bonkers. He's so simmy and he wouldn't be safe around Paul McKenna. Courtney Love is at <laughs> the door. My God. Look at this show. Come in, Courtney. Come in, dear. Doesn't she look thin? It's she's lovely. looking fabulous. Courtney, you ah, look so thin. Yeah. Hey,
6: hey, Courtney. That's the sound
1: of oh, Courtney Love God, Walking in the room She's walking up, up to
6: well. They're,
1: they're yeah, kissing George each other In an amazing. LA way On both yeah, well, cheeks
6: the other half
1: Ended up well <laughs> Just did having a normal chat Even well. though we're doing <laughs> A radio show They're forgetting <laughs> you The listener But I'll never forget you I live they're only they're for you The end listeners end so well, but She's yeah. just chained she, away she, she, She's got uh, no respect For the radio show She's like all right, Courtney
6: Hi Russell I love you I love you Is that
1: your response You
6: look never so well Thanks But you
1: stink of fags Quit smoking Why didn't you talk To Paul McKenna about it I
6: actually brought my Band if you want i I actually bought
1: my band you said that as if it's a handbag would you just bring your well they have they got instruments
6: one's got a waste about this big and boobs
3: like
1: this bring her in (laughs) (laughs) it's a (laughs) hey bring in this vulnerable
3: hermaphrodite oh she's
6: hardly vulnerable
1: she's not vulnerable Okay, oh God. all right. Well, that's, I like a challenge. Let's try it. Paul, can you hypnotise me into being genuinely confident around women before this woman comes to I don't think you air? need any more confidence. You're right. Bloody confidence. <laughs> it's, a, it's a prison.
6: Can I leave and let you, uh... No, no, no,
1: that's you. No, please. Courtney, come in and join him in the show. What are you doing in England?
6: Um, buying a house.
1: You're buying a house, are in you?
6: St. John's Wood, I think. Oh, that's
1: nice. You look really well. Why do you look so damn thin?
6: Well, he hypnotised me. Paul McKenna hypnotised <laughs> 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 you. Into, uh, putting my fork down right all that half an hour thing? yeah earlier. that's right it was a, it was a, put you fork down half couple, an hour earlier, ago, stop yeah. <laughs> scooping up great wads of butter yeah pretty yeah. much really cinnamon buns and, and i can't swear right
1: no and don't swear it's live radio bbc and radio stuff. 2 the queen's radio Well,
6: the guy downstairs didn't know who i was so i s- used a very bad curse word as my last name that you used a bad curse word yeah what see. letter did it begin with f corny f yeah <laughs> and everyone <laughs> in my band used the pat uh, and uh, make this make what, that, who are you pointing at? F- Matt, Jay, who it
1: was? F- Nick oh, f- oh, f- oh, oh, right, you just put qu- f, f words. F- Right, okay, I get the system now. You put a load of swear words all over well, our signing. Well, the sign guy didn't in, know
6: I was didn't it. That's why we're
1: half an hour late. Courtney is a, an African, uh, English African type gentleman. He is not under any obligation to it's worship okay, the music of Hull <laughs> and your more recent <laughs> records. You're very lucky that he didn't <laughs> elbow you in the gaps and kick probably, you out. No, you're, you're so. Totally right. You're so damn I was being thin. arrogant. I was being arrogant. Arrogance is a, a sin. Get Paul McKenna to advertise no, you have smoking confident and arrogance. I arrogant,
6: but yeah. I, I was a
1: little Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Right, so let's meet try and get some control over the show because we've got like we've got a mind-bending Paul McKenna in here we've got Courtney Love in here it's a, a circus is what's essentially going on and <laughs> I've, asked, I've got to establish some control so you're not over oh is this the one with the tiny waist and the big boobs no, coming in now McKenna. she's it's nice isn't she what's not. her name come in you Otto. what's her
6: name
1: Patricia Patricia and Otto. Mick hello there how nice to meet you I'm Hi. Russell hey. that's Matt Morgan that's Paul McKenna he will hypnotize you hello. into also, Paul, I need you to hypnotize Patricia in a, yeah. a minute. <laughs> yeah. So making bad life choices. Oh. Listen to Russell Brand on radio too. That insane burbling you can hear is, of course, Courtney Love. You all right, darling? Yes, yeah. You're looking ever so thin and that. Why are you so Are you thin because Paul McKenna's hypno thinned you?
6: Yeah, it was latent, but it happened. The, thin, yeah.
1: the thinness was within you, but Paul McKenna was required to lure it out of you. It
6: took about well, a year and a half after the fact. It does make you look very well. I'm typically
1: quite against thinness. What about hmm. if, if My position on thinness is don't bother Yeah, you thin. told me
6: when I was, like, really fat that I looked good and I didn't. It's because I like boobs and bottoms,
1: really. I mean, still on Still got it. boobs.
6: Yeah, absolutely. I still have boobs. I'm sure you've got a uh, bottom the as well. Bo- no, the bottom's got rid of that.
1: going away. Well, that's going to be difficult in a defecation situation. Well, no, no,
6: <laughs> that, that part's not going away. I mean, the, 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 can you say ass?
1: Uh, Will you? I mean, you just have done. And Her Majesty the Queen has probably right, just killed butt over. Heart,
6: the butt heart that's, doesn't lift up quite as like well. That's more like it.
1: Now listen, we will interview you in a sensible fashion if the mood takes us, but for now let's talk about a sex-mad ghost scares Zanzibaris. Fear has struck residents of the Zanzibar Islands after rumours of the re-emergence of a sexually voracious ghost that attacks people while they sleep in their beds at night. Many Zanzibaris are now refusing to sleep in their houses as they believe it only preys on people in the comfort of their beds. The ghost or genie goes by the name of Popo Boa, and people believe that it sodomises its victims, most of whom are men. There's a ghost going around Zanzibar sodomising men. What? Well, this is what it says. This is the BBC website, mate. In recent years, the residents of the semi-autonomous Tanzanian island claim that Popabawa only visited the islands during voting, such as, in the, <laughs> <laughs> such as in the contentious general elections in 1995 and 2000. But, to the surprise of its, of its many current re- residents, the ghost has reappeared when there is no polling of any kind. Well, there is some polling polling (laughs) right up at the bottom smoke and smells (coughs) in the latest panic he is said to be striking in north of zanzibar island as well as in central pemba people claim his presence in a house is revealed by an acrid smell and a puff of smoke it's obviously it's just some sort of trick to make people vote i imagine i
2: think mckenna might be beyond this. I
1: think if we. McKenna, have you been on holiday <laughs> in Zanzibar? Uh, Paul McKenna is standing for president of Zanzibar. If you don't would, would for be McKenna, so much more
6: gentle, though. You're going to get really bummed out <laughs> if
1: you don't. Vote McKenna for trouble free anuses. Victims <laughs> then speak of. Uh, check this out, Matthew. What you just said was incredibly perspicacious because the last sentence I read was it was revealed by an acrid smell. We all know Paul McKenna by his acrid stench, the acrid stench that accompanies McKenna around the world some figures his manager claire but (laughs) we couldn't possibly confirm that it's an acrid smell and a puff of smoke victims then speak of being in a trance or dreamlike state as they are molested i've been in a trance and dreamlike state with paul mckenna and yes it improved my confidence before stand-up but it very nearly ruined the state of my trousers paul mckenna is using his mind-bending skills Courtney when you, did, when you lost weight, did you notice that you yes, you may have lost mass from your bottom, but you also gained volume inside it. No. As Paul McKenna rummaged around McKenna like a naughty experience. magician
6: the Paul McKenna experience I gained more confidence yeah, because I had a lot of what you, you, what you just said uh, plus post traumatic stress disorder, but the and, and the other thing he hypnotized me for mm-hmm. it did not work at all. 1 a.m. he hypnotized me. At he 2 a.m. I was at back y? at it. Really? Yes. What, it, it was what, about a person. Right, and, okay. And I called him in quite a bit of distress, and I said, oh, this person is driving me nuts, and it right. it's a very bad life choice. Right. And he said, uh, it, it turned legal out issue. to be... Legal issue, legal issue. It, it turned legal out Legal well, It's not a legal issue. <laughs> I'm not saying any names. And then uh, I hung up and gave you a great session, well, this is Paul McKenna, gave yeah, you a great session <laughs> at one session. in the morning. In his ghost did he, sheet. Did morning. he make you wear a monkey suit at any point it, during that session? I think I might have tra- changed into one, but he couldn't see me. It was the phone. I Some, think maybe that's why it didn't work. Yeah, sometimes Paul McKenna will make you smother
1: yourself in banana-scented fluids b- before hypnotising you. No, but once I had You are I a naughty s- little
6: monkey. He, I had to stand in the mirror, and I had to pretend I was somebody I really admired. Who did you use? Was I, it I'm me? I'm never telling. <laughs> was <it What>? you? <laughs> <laughs> Does I'm it never pretend telling. to be me? I, I, I'm ne- it's really one of my deepest secrets. Let's assume it's me, yeah?
1: Let's assume, close. for the record, that close. it's a bit close to me. It can only be me or Jesus, then. <laughs> so, uh, okay, ghost raper Paul McKenna's <laughs> story <laughs> Adventures in Zanzibar continue. So the story goes that if they do not reveal what's happened, then Papa Boa will. Stru- Papa Boa even sounds a bit like Paul McKenna. Paul McKenna.
6: Paul McKenna. Paul <laughs> McKenna. He came in the night. <laughs> Paul McKenna come in the night. <laughs> he tried so to make us think me. and grow rich. He tried to make me quit so smoking. Abundance, abundance.
1: Courtney, <laughs> <laughs> Courtney <laughs> just mimed the villagers of Zanzibar being bummed by Paul <laughs> McKenna. There it is. You only get that on the Russell Brand show live on Radio Two.
6: Courtney, love. No, it doesn't hurt when you get used to it.
1: Bob Courtney! <laughs> the Queen listens to this! I would like to apologise. see the word testicles right
6: there. Yeah, well, we've all seen the
1: word testicles. We don't uh, mention it on the Queen's favourite uh, radio God. station, love. We don't do it! The Majesty's probably Ow, listening! Ouch. Oh, It's okay now. God, I don't know, you're meant to be an Anglophile. Look at the way you're treating this great country. Mm. A previous ghost known for attacking children was reported for, to have terrorised the islands for six months. What is all these ghosts? It's a crazy way to run a country, mm. isn't it? Blaming ghosts for everything. I don't know. It's absolutely ridiculous. Okay, Matthew Morgan. Well, hey, you'll be interested in this. So we travelled across <coughs> America. I know, uh, you
6: did the on-the-road, 50-years anniversary thing. That's
1: exactly what we did. Trust um, the uh, journeys of Cassidy and Kerouac across America. You're
6: more American than me. I'm too much of a pussy to ever have done that.
1: She means that in a, I don't know, a like Wussy. A cat, like wussy. A wussy. 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 Yeah. A wussy, there we are. Wussy. She's one of the least offensive. <laughs> McKenna,
6: M- 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 yeah.
1: We'll see. You've gone too far <laughs> <He's> now. <hypnotized>. <laughs> that, <laughs> that man. how well,
6: was it? Motels, hotels, hot Yes, it very much was like that
1: Snoop Dogg lyric. We went to motels, hotels, and you know, we stayed in a motel in a place called Winnemucca in Nevada. That was quite good, wasn't it? it smelled. Mm. Like, but the person oh, who ran. Is prostitution yeah. legal there? Well, I don't know, but I hope so. The way we there carried lots on. Lots
6: of places in Nevada, yeah. they have legal brothels. They did, they it was, did. actually. Yeah, we that, went, we went past house.
1: the cat house. We went in that cat house for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> We'd nothing happened there. We just got a matchbox.
2: It was depressing.
1: Oh, it was depressing. It's,
6: yeah, because know, I legalized prostitution
1: it is depressing. It is, it, it, I,
6: prostitution. I have a friend that went <laughs> to uh, the cat house and then she went to the Cherry Patch Ranch what and this Valley of the Dolls. What was she doing? Uh, she, it was before she was in a band that mm-hmm. had a moment here in England and then they're disbanded now. But I uh, thought she was gonna get, they made them wear all the same wigs and really dark lighting. Well that's not and good, except ruins was, the variety. They're all really unattractive. She thought she was gonna right. become very wealthy and mostly it was locals, $15 for the full thing and you only get half, $7.50. And out of that half, you have to pay for this friend, Courtney. five. to be working <laughs> a of fun. you end up making fifty cents, literally. Yes. And if you refuse it, another girl gets it for thirty dollars, which then you owe her.
1: No, I don't like the sound of that. That sounds awful. No, we our motel in Winnemucca. It was run by this sort of bloke called Jim, who looked a bit like the walrus boss out of Danger Mouse, if you remember him. And uh, we went in there, and there was lots of stuffed animals and birds adorning the walls. Which you know, if you've got a motel, don't have potent symbology from the film Psycho, because that will unsettle right. you. Taxidermied animals all around there. He oh. put, when we went in the bedroom Matt put a chair up against the door because he thought that someone was going to burst I just,
6: am buying a taxidermied animal as a piece of art actually. This girl, Pauline Morgan, do you know who she is? No. No. She has t- already dead animals they have already died.
1: <laughs> well, should I and so? She taxidermied a living <laughs> animal <laughs> would be <laughs> cool. really
6: out of order. It's kind of cool. And she puts an antique jar over it, like a chick in a dress in a matchbox and she puts a, a bell jar over it. Wow. beautiful? It sounds to me like a bonkers surrealist vision. She a, is a, a chick she's, in a dress in a, a bell jar. bonkers, she is. She's really pretty, Tim. She's pretty eccentric. Polly Morgan's her name. Okay. It's a Hurstian, but more feminine. Okay, thank you very much. There's a
1: bit of art critique there from the lovely Courtney Love. Yeah, well, my advice is don't sleep in motels. The sheets smell unusual, didn't they, Cigarettes
2: man? and sweat.
6: Cigarettes and I know, sweat. I, was I like the high there. end too much. Like, I, I, I stay on the tour bus. You stay on the tour bus? Yeah, yeah. Because well, I have a okay. good thread count. My have you thread. got any? Are
1: you doing anything over here or any records? Buying a house,
6: mixing a record. Yeah. Um, gonna go to Paris for fashion week. Okay. Cause I'm kissing a lot of fashion. But why Went are you doing that ball the other day? Why night. are you kissing fashion butt for? Because uh, lots of reasons. Some that are Machiavellian that I don't want to tell them. But scheming um, temptress, scheming stuff. And then also I blew my fashion cred. Bye. With the whole disaster. Was
1: there a disaster? There were. Two. What did you do? You' gone about What was a
6: dude thing that was uh, weird. And then when was he going <laughs> to court a lot?
1: You're right. And yeah.
6: looking horrific. Does you me, look nice now, though. Well, yeah, I look great now.
1: You're in great shape. Now listen, right? You're going to do a song here with your yeah, band, do Yeah, when, when you
6: are down with Paul. Yeah, I didn't right. Need to well, you.
1: That's all right. It's okay. It's very nice. I'm very plain
6: and funny. You're
1: lovely, don't you? You're, don't condemn yourself. I mean, you I can you. keep up with you? You're like, lovely. You're doing very well. We had a nice, moment. sensible chat. Don't put yourself under pressure, Courtney. For heaven's sake, you're lovely. It's nice to have you. Go and set up with your band.
6: We'll play a record. Then we'll get. Uh... Can I just say one thing? Go on. Uh, about Russell, the head of Universal. Uh, saw the dailies for the film he's in oh, and said he's knock it, knocking it out of the park. No, that was what Edward Norton, the actor, said. Hello. He was knocking it out of the park. And that what he, what he just said to me, uh, it, that he she thought he'd be intimidated by the situation because it's quite a big deal. And he obviously no. wasn't, and he was the best thing in it. And stealing wow. every scene. Not my words, the words of um, Courtney Donald Love. Langley, and She you read know, off
2: a piece of paper. Matt,
6: Matt,
3: Matt. Matt
2: headed been... testicles.
3: <laughs> no, I'm, not in the I'm not blowing
6: smoke. I thought you'd get nervous. <laughs> Thank you very
1: much. I'm there it is. now.
3: Alright. Okay,
1: well done, Courtney. Well yeah. done.
3: <laughs> there she is, off
1: the cuff, Courtney Love there, reporting back from Universal. Yeah, yeah, you awesome. better enjoy me in this country while well you England. can. Thank you very much for your emails and texts and everything. We didn't have much time because it's been such an eventful show. Daniel Johnson's been in here, Courtney Love's been in here, Paul McKenna's been in here, we've had little text messages off Noel Gallagher, who's done a baby, my stylist Sharon Smith gesturing to herself, wanting to be included in that list, even though she's busied herself mostly by bothering in-recovery Courtney Love about having a drink, the famous ex-heroine and crack addict Courtney Love. Don't you read papers, woman? Shall
4: i got some
1: water. What are you going to offer her next? A copy of Knowing Me, Knowing You by Alan Partridge? What's wrong with you? For God's sake, show some sensitivity. <laughs> it's Courtney Love! She's one of the finest performers this country's ever known, and she's American. Should we get her in here? Paul, thank you for coming back and being oh, in here with us. It's my
0: pleasure. It's lovely to see you, mate.
1: It's a good show, isn't it? It's a lot of good
0: fun. It's a cracking show. This is. We
1: yeah. have a right laugh in here. What did you say that we should be the breakfast show on Radio One?
0: Well, I, I said it. It sounds. It, it, it. My parents listen to Radio Two, and mm. yeah, this sounds more like a Radio One show than a Radio Two show to me. It, it, this I, mean, just, I don't wish to be, you know, controversial.
1: Radio Two is a broad church, and I suppose it you is. know, we've got the delightful Terry Wogan, we've got the wonderful Jonathan. Ross, Chris Evans, Mark Lamar, some very brilliant broadcasters. But then there's us. We're wild. We're kind of crazy. We're on the edge. As Matt Morgan likes to say, online, on digital, on the edge of a tantrum, it's the <laughs> Russell Brand Show. Here is an email from Jake. He says, the reason Matthew gets actual illnesses is because hypochondriacs think they are ill and your mind controls your entire body and everything you do. Therefore, if you think you're ill, you'll become ill. If you tell a hypochondriac they've contracted an illness like meningitis, they'll start developing symptoms from Jake, aged 15. <laughs> <laughs> look at him he's more aware than matt morkin about the problems of hypochondria well, i'm going to be
2: hypnotized out of it soon so that'll
1: be good and actually i might need some hypnotism because i've got some okay. big things coming up yeah. we've got a yeah. new tv show starting right. on channel four called mm. ponderland with my autobiography my bookie wookies coming out soon mm. the films are coming out mm. soon mm. films that you know independent witnesses like courtney love have described as good i believe so why do
2: you need to be hypnotized
1: uh because i might have to be more famous in america and i'll have to be ready and you have to cope with all the pressure of that The pressure you? yeah the bloody pressure people ball. don't
0: realize that do they you know? people
1: don't realize if the pressure's pressure. greater
0: the more famous
2: you become the, the greater the pressure
1: the greater the pressure he loves it <laughs> i ain't not i'll tell you something i don't like I'll not being the pressure famous.
2: was yeah him having to watch hotel porn <laughs> <laughs> instead of being able to go out and have the real thing wherever he went How
1: dare you get courtney love courtney come back in here it's weird we're using radio to communicate with people it's really good courtney come back in and bring your band because courtney is going to do a song now you're right darling
6: Paul, can you tell me why
1: she that
0: didn't work? Well, sorry, what didn't work? <laughs> Don't talk
1: about that one here, you maniac. Oh, She's yeah. actually well,
0: mad, is sometimes, she... o- sometimes over the phone, it's, it's not quite right. We have to do it in person. We're listening to a genuine Did conversation. Did you notice
6: how yeah. bad that went,
0: <laughs> though? Yeah, I noticed. It was, yeah. it was yeah. a bad situation Discussing
1: right <laughs> their primary lives on your radio. We are live <laughs> eight on air. <there>. 88 <laughs> to 91 again. Yeah. Russell, yeah. Russell,
6: Russell, can I, uh, can yes, I say Corny.
1: something? you put some lipstick on notice to do the song.
6: Well, you have a camera on me. You didn't tell me. Oh,
1: yeah, sorry. We didn't realise that. That's People filming for our Jack Kerouac documentary that will be oh, on awesome. BBC so Two in November. You you. Yeah. You're good, but say something about Jack Kerouac and the Jack leave Kerouac.
6: You. Yeah, on the road. <laughs> uh, that's, <I'll laughs> use that. that's probably enough. Um, but no, you know, you know, English never complain, never explain. Yeah, that's okay, Queen uh, Mum's that's, to say. I'm right? not never English.
1: complain, never explain. Never right. explain. Right.
6: I, I'm not English. Air yeah, so you can I complain <laughs> very very quickly and explain yeah. to you. Th- don't okay. do say anything weird. No, I'm not gonna do anything weird. I'm not gonna curse. I'm not gonna mention any comedians' names. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Nothing <laughs> like that. Um, the one, and I'm not even gonna dignify the tabloid. It is. There's one that's been on my boob. What's been on your boob? One of the tabloids. Okay. The red tops. Yeah. And they printed a picture the other night, and they put herpes sores on my mouth. <laughs> don't blame um, the tabloids for that,
1: Courtney. Okay, no. <laughs> no. You look lovely. You've not got herpes photoshopped sores. Photoshopped.
6: Herpes sores on my mouth. That's out of and water. then. They said, I'm going like it out when with i dating Pete Doherty, oh, who not... I've never met in my life. That's, that's terrible. And then Morris and Kate would both kick my ass, kick my but, I'm sorry Who would that one? Who, Moss and who? Moss and Lisa Marsh. Um, obviously, how what, and I need Tearing that in up my up to life. do attack, team attack. <laughs> well, I mean, awesome I, rom- I need rom- that guy in my life. Like, you know, I'd help him. He's probably a, a lovely In rehab. man. I'm sure he's, he's a lovely man. I just, anyway, that's all. I just wanted okay, to say Okay, you that. wanted to get that off your chest. Have you got any yeah, other uh, yes, potentially uh, libelous uh, particular insanity uh, to uh, win? The wife of a rock star who is on Celebrity X or X Factor, yeah. And then I gave her 15-year-old son drugs, which I'd die before I gave him minor drugs. Well, that really made me mad Well,
1: too. often the conditions underground are quite tedious. That's some it, LSD done. might lift the The load. rest is all true. All right, fair enough. You have well done. Uh, we have well done. I right, to okay. get it off my
6: chest. You've cleared your Sorry, name. You've cleared, cleared your mind name. On. You've
1: cleared your mind. You've put our show in jeopardy. Oh. <laughs> Perhaps you'd like to do some... Patch through a fake phone call to get the BBC into more trouble. Can I just sing? I should just not
6: talk ever. Right, no, you
1: should talk. You're a great talker. We love you very much. We're honoured to have you on our show. Mr. G is now going to summarise the show. Please welcome our poet laureate, Mr. G. All right, yes. (laughs)
0: Okay, this poem's called Flying High.
1: Shut up while he does the poem on the radio.
0: Good evening, this is your Captain G speaking. Welcome aboard Morgan Airlines Flight RB16. We'll be cruising at a high altitude through territories unknown, discovering Courtney's secrets and Avon treats beyond the phone. If you glance by the window seat to your left, you'll see Matthew struggle to juggle both the buttons and bite the belt, whereas by the seat to your right, Russell takes a walk up the aisle to request an in-flight movie, could it be, yep, Girls Gone Wild. Hostesses will be moving throughout the plane to display our selection of duty-free, but we've sold out of toy monkeys in bras once we pass Paul McKenna's seat. Stand by for laughing, everybody hold on to someone tight. I hope that you enjoy Captain Daniel
1: Johnson, because he's your pilot for the return flight. Okay. <laughs> to listening to this show that we made for you let's thank all our guests Daniel Johnson. he was fantastic what about those Avon ladies weren't they wonderful congratulations to Noel Gallagher on the birth of his new son with Sarah MacDonald thank you Paul McKenna for coming and dabbling with all our brains we apologise to the people of wherever it is that you're going around raping people posing as a ghost you filthy hypnotist thank you Courtney love you You're wonderful thank you for that song we've done that on radio before no it was a premiere it was a premiere a world premiere exclusive 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 Exclusive. thank you Thank you all of us, thank you Her Majesty the Queen for always listening to our show, thank you Sharon Smith for turning up, Mr G, what a fantastic poem, Matt Morgan, thank you everyone, but now it's time for some news, we'll be back next week making the best damn radio show this country's ever heard, except for when Paul McKenna used to be a DJ, can you imagine that, he hypnotised his listeners, <laughs> never have zoos been so crowded You're with radio funny. listeners, okay oh. let's do it, now it's time on 88 to 91 FM, on Radio 2, some news, this is what's happening in your planet, boy love you boy, <laughs>